0: Hello, all you positive heads. Brandon Beecham here and Danny Vijalobos, aka Dalian, (laughs) here with you again today to do one of our experimental podcasts where it's us ranting and raving about this, that, and the other. Hello, Dalian. How are you today? Hi there. Good morning, everybody. Uh, Well, by the time they're listening to it, it may not be morning, but we're recording it in the morning. So I guess you can get away with saying that.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'll give the uh, Jim Carrey Truman Show a salute to everybody. In case I don't get you later, good afternoon, good evening, and good
0: night. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, speaking of Jim Carrey, man, that's kind of uh, a bummer what he experienced in the last week with having a girlfriend commit suicide. Oh, yeah. That's got to be one of the toughest things to go through. Actually, my brother went through that same experience, and it... uh I guess it leads into the question that was asked today. So, uh, well, I'll I'll get to that in a few minutes. But, um, yeah, do you believe everything happens for a reason? What about all the pain and suffering? That's the question. So we'll, we'll answer that in a few minutes or give our interpretation of, you know, how to answer that and what it all means in the universe when something so horrible and tragic happens. But, yeah, having something like that personally happened close to me with you know an ex of my brother's girlfriend and it was, it was it was such a difficult situation but anyway to start things on a little bit more uh happy note um i'm gonna report on some positive news how many of you guys have heard of uh lizzie velasquez am i saying that right dan Oh, uh, you usually don't pronounce the "u." see i know i was getting it wrong how, how should i say it say last right. velasquez see i'm just gosh such a gringo
1: I don't. I don't keep up with the news a whole lot these days, so I have not heard of Lizzie.
0: Okay, so Lizzie, you've probably seen her uh, in the news over the last year. or So um, she was branded the world's ugliest woman. Uh, she's got a disease uh, of some sort where she can't put on weight, and you know it's not. You can look at her and see that you know it's not. There's something going on, right? And someone. Um, branded her as the world's ugliest woman, and then all these people online just saying these horrible, cruel things, and she turned it around, and you know actually became a um, you know speaker representing anti-bullying and uh, things like that. And it's just released a documentary called "A Brave Heart," uh, so I recommend everyone checking that out it's a really inspiring story when you see what this uh you know brave soul has done is taken you know and and she talks a little bit about it or how much it hurt to hear all those awful comments and i she's done a ted talk and been on the view and some different things and like i said the, the documentary was just uh released so i think it it's a great example of something you know taking something that's really awful and turning it around and now you know you've got all these celebrities saying i'm with lizzie and you know th- this whole cause to support you know people like that that experience bullying and so forth so i think it's uh it's a really interesting example of taking something that could really devastate you and make you want to um retract and hide from the world and and just you know wallow in the pain of what's happening or take it and turn it completely around into this positive inspirational story that now has got you know all this traction it's it's really quite amazing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: oh you know what that's what social media can be really good for i mean i think that like a lot of people i also see how things like facebook instagram etc uh perhaps especially twitter can be you know can be kind of uh, magnets for a certain mindset um maybe a lot of that same kind of bullying mindset right you know, someone like Lizzie puts out a tweet or an Instagram picture of herself and, you know, people are commenting on her looks. Yeah. But um, social media can also be really great. I mean, of, co- of course, it's just another tool and it's up to us how we use it.
0: Right. Right. And it's it's back to the question. And, you know, uh, someone uh Janice wrote in the question: "Do you believe everything happens for a reason? What about all the pain and suffering?" Well, this is a great example uh, to go ahead and just address that. And thank you, Janice, for writing uh, the question and sending it in. It's a great one. Yeah, that is um, a really good one, uh, and it's 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 one that leads you down, uh, you know, down a road of, of of a lot of uh, introspection. Um, you know, I do believe everything is happening for a reason. What about all the pain and suffering? Let's take this Lizzie, you know, for example, it's a great example of someone who in, in my opinion, that soul, there is no such thing as a mistake. You know, let's call it God source or higher selves, uh, love, whatever you want to refer to, you know, what created all this. Um, it's, it, you know, there is no mistake. Could it make a mistake? Could God make a mistake? What would that mistake be? It's perfect. Everything is perfection. And in my opinion, I would say the soul that is uh, Lizzie actually chose that exact experience that she's having. She chose the challenges, the health issues, all of those things so that she could have the experience of, of, you know, becoming this inspirational figure that is a speaker against anti-bullying. And it's, you know, it's a tough one for for people to deal with. What about Hitler? What about, you know, all these awful things that have atrocities that have happened over, um, you know, since the beginning of recorded history and that, that we know of? And it's really, you know, once again, in my opinion, it's think, think of it like this. God is love. It is it is one. And it is love. And that's all that is. And it has eternity and there's no other to experience itself. So when you're all that is, and there's no other to experience anything outside of love, what does love mean? It becomes meaningless, right? So, Give yourself the experience of, uh, you know, Okay, here's here's what we'll do. We'll divide ourselves into these infinite characters. We'll put ourselves into uh, characters, you know, that have forgotten who and what they are, giving themselves amnesia. You know, when you're here in the physical world, the way I look at it is you weren't born. You know, if you're 25 years old, you weren't. Created 25 years ago, you incarnated here 25 years ago, and you gave you have amnesia when you arrived, so you've forgotten who and what you truly are, and it and you get the opportunity to have experiences outside of love, which is what at the end of the day, what's going on, what you are. And so it's, you know, God in a source, love, whatever you want to call it, uh, your higher self, in its uh, desire to know itself more fully and to experience all that it is, it, it you know, and that includes, you can't know the sweet, the sweet's never quite as sweet without the sour. So, you know, it experiences pain, negativity, um, suffering, uh, all, the atro- all the atrocities that have happened all the negative things that have happened are actually happening for a, a very definitive reason, you know. And uh, so I think when you can take uh, that very wide perspective, it, it helps you to understand, is there any, I don't believe there's ever been a victim. And I know that's a, a hard statement for a lot of people when you think about some of the awful things that have happened. But, you know, in in the grand scheme of eternity, I believe the souls that are here ex- doing the things that we're doing, they're ex- they're the bravest of the brave to experience complete separation from, from our higher self, from source, from love, from God, and experience, you know, these negative events so that they can more, better appreciate the positive, the upside. And for me, anytime any challenging event comes my way. That's exactly what I'm looking for. How can I grow from this? What what can I learn from it? And, you know, and of course it leads into such concepts as karma and, you know, things like that where, you know, I certainly believe we've existed in many lifetimes, uh, you know, beyond this one. Actually, we're experiencing those lifetimes now, in the eternal moment of now, they're just on another channel, so to speak. Linear time is an illusion. So, you have, uh you know, I, yeah, I believe you have karmic ties with, with beings where you've just, deci- you've agreed, you have contracts to play out these roles. And sometimes these roles are, you know, very traumatic. One of, one of my favorite books, Dan, have, uh, have you ever read um, The Little Soul in the Sun by Neil Donald Walsh?
1: I don't know that I've ever read that book, actually. It's
0: a children's book. It's, um, very short. You can read it in 10 minutes. Highly recommend it for anyone out there, especially if you have a short tension span, uh, the little soul in the sun. And it's an illustrated, you know, book. Like I said, you can probably read it in 10, 15 minutes. And uh especially if you have little ones, share it with them because it, it's really amazing. And what it talks about is these, these souls in heaven, essentially, you know, and they're perfect and all beings are perfect. And one day, um, one of the souls says to the son, which is kind of representative of, of God, I guess, in the book, um, you know, I want to experience forgiveness, but yet, you know, who, no one to forgive, right? And the, the, they start this very interesting conversation between the little soul and the sun where you know this the sun or god is like oh i you always were the adventurous venture someone i knew you'd come up with this you know with this idea and uh, i have a solution but it will take you know um someone another soul one of these magnificent souls lowering their vibration so greatly that they forget who and what they are And, you know, we'll create this reality, this uh, temporary, um, you know, uh, reality uh, implying, you know, earth or physical plane and another soul will have to volunteer and uh, lower their vibration so greatly that they forget who and what they are and do this, you know, thing to you that gives you the opportunity to forgive. And in your, in that moment, when this awful thing is done to you, they will have completely forgotten themselves in order to do it. And they, they, they loved you so much. They are willing to put themselves in that, you know, that dark state and your, your only job will be, will be to remember who and what they truly are. And, um, I, it's, it's a very powerful, I, and you got to read it. It's much more poetically written than the way I'm kind of describing it, but, uh, it's it's an extremely powerful story, and I think it perfectly paints and illustrates uh, what is actually going on here in this physical reality. So, uh, yeah, I do believe everything happens for a reason, including all the pain and suffering. I also believe when you're done with those sorts of experiences, you can say, okay, I've had uh, enough experiencing that which God is not pain, negativity, doubt, you know, and now I want to experience that which Appreciate that which it is, which is love, abundance, uh, all those things. And it doesn't mean nothing, you know, something negative won't ever happen to you. But when it does, you're going to be looking at it through a different lens. And I think that lump of coal always ends up being a diamond in disguise when you can look at it from the right perspective.
1: Mm-hmm, absolutely. It reminds me of something you said yesterday, and you've said it before, but it also just really talks about what Anna wrote about in her blog yesterday. Mm -hmm. If, um, if y'all read the, uh, blog, the fact that it, our separation is an optical illusion of consciousness, that Albert Einstein statement, right, right, right. Um, if you consider that the underlying reality, then the only thing that makes sense is love because there's only one of us. We've talked about that before. That's not a new idea, but, um, it's such a simple yet profound, powerful idea.
0: Yeah, it definitely is. And and like I said, I know that one is very um, challenging for a lot of people, you know, and that's a, a lot of people get stumped on that. Do you believe everything happens for a reason? What about the pain and suffering? Uh, great story. Uh, have you ever heard the story, uh, Dan, of the Taoist farmer? No, I'm not sure. OK. Um, so the Taoist farmer it's a, a story goes something like this. So there's a farmer and. Of course, being Taoist, it's you know uh, about accepting all things exactly as they are, seeing if all things as perfect, perfectly imperfect, right? And um, definitely one of the philosophies that I resonate the strongest with, as far as you know. And it's it's a very ancient kind of philosophy. Um, for those of you who haven't ever ex- uh, looked into Taoism, uh, check out the Tao Te Ching. Um, that's the famous kind of book and it's relatively short you can you read highly recommend that um but so the dallas farmer so uh a farmer is uh you know one day his horses he has like a couple horses and they run off and uh it's what he uses to actually plow his fields so the neighbors come over and you know see what's happened and said oh my gosh you are screwed (laughs) you uh these are your two workhorses they're now gone how are you going to uh till your fields you know you're you're you've got a big problem here and the dallas farmer understanding that all things are happening for a reason and uh his response is maybe so maybe you're right maybe you're not my you know he's kind of indifferent about it right Next day, the horses come back and with them, they've brought like five other horses that randomly they met, you know, out in the wild, I guess, or what have you. And they followed the, these backs. And now he went from having two horses to seven horses. Um, the neighbors came back over, saw what had happened. Oh my gosh, yesterday we thought you were screwed. Now today we can see that you're actually the luckiest farmer, you know, in town. What a blessing. The Dallas farmers response. Maybe so. So then his one human helper is his son. Uh, His son is trying to train the wild horses, uh, gets on one of them, uh, gets thrown off, breaks his leg. Um, The neighbors see that his one human helper, his young, strong, sturdy son, is now laid up with a broken leg. They come back over. Oh my gosh, we thought you were screwed when the horses left. Uh, Then we thought you were blessed when they came back with more. Now we can see you're screwed again. (laughs) Your one human helper has broken his leg. Dallas farmer response maybe so and uh, the next day uh the military comes around around to gather up all the young men in the area to take them off to war sure to die they get to the Dallas farmer's house they come to collect his son his son is laid up in bed with a broken leg and uh, they pass him by because he's no use to them and as a result he is going to live you know, the 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 neighbors see all this, come over, we thought you were screwed, then we thought you were so lucky, then we thought you were screwed again. Now we can see, wow, what a blessing. What did the Dallas farmers say? Maybe so. And I, I love this story because it really shows you you never know ultimately why something is happening. Your only job is to accept and to look for the silver lining to try and, you know, find what is it I'm supposed to learn from this? A master being someone who embraces whatever shows up because they know this is exactly what you need to lead to the next greatest and grandest version of yourself. So I'm so so fond of, you know, uh, the concept of and this is this is another quote uh, that I love. Uh, Life is happening for you, not to you and when you understand that life is always happening for you then you start to look at your life through those that lens and so many people are out there just resisting 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 fighting 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 and if you just surrender and 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 allow to you know life to be it uh and you know it's easier said than done and don't get me wrong i certainly have my moments of resistance and uh struggle and negativity and doubt and all those things but what i found is they've gotten fewer and fewer and farther fewer and farther between because the more you kind of start looking at life in, in this way the more uh you're you're always finding that silver lining and in and, and very quickly moving through the struggles and this leads into the perfectly into the quote of the day expectation every expectation is a bondage it leads to frustration sooner or later that's a quote by osho and uh yeah i mean it ties in perfectly i wanted to choose that quote today based on the question because it's the same exact thing if you can lose expectation resistance is your um you know uh, all frustration is comes from your uh level of resistance to change and if you can understand that life is change and you don't need it to show up a certain way that's happiness that's i you know today i'm choosing to be happy regardless of what's happening to me you know most people are doing something like work in order to have something like money in order to be something like happy if you can be something like happy you'll find yourself doing and having the things that make you so so, you know, so few people understand that it's all a reflection. It's always a reflection of what you're feeling and what you're thinking. Um, and uh, losing expectation is such a key component to all that. You know, I always say people think life is happening to, you know, it's it's out there you know, it's this external thing and they don't realize, and you guys have all heard me say this before, it's a reflection. It's, there is no out there, out there. Everything that you're experiencing, bumping up against in the world is a reflection of a vibration that you've offered. And the the thing with the third dimension where we all reside currently is there's a lag. And, and, you know, so if I'm feeling, if you want to know what you're going to see tomorrow, look at what you're feeling today. And I don't mean that literally, maybe next week or next month or next year, but the vibration that you're offering now is going to reflect back and in in a future date. I've heard it said that you know, you're you, it's much easier on other dimensions of reality because we're instantly manifesting. We think something instantly happens and we can say, Oh, I can draw the correlation, I can see that my thought led to this. Here in the third dimension, there's this lag because of the dense, slow vibration uh, that exists here. And so, um, I think that it really trips people up a lot. They're not, um, you know, they're not seeing the correlation. So yeah, every expectation is a bondage. Lose expectation and just be happy and accept and know that you're getting exactly what you need at all times. Dan, you were actually mentioning, um, when I had mentioned this quote to you before we started recording, you said that you, you started to tell a, a story of uh, I- expectation. Mm-hmm. You wanna share?
1: Yeah, essentially the story of how I came back out here to California. I was offered a job opportunity that looked really good on paper and it was really good. But um, it didn't work out. And uh, after only a few months uh, of me coming out here, it became clear that this opportunity was just not going to work out. So, long story short, that had me pretty upset. Oh, I remember. I remember. uh Yeah, I was pretty sort of down on myself. But the thing is that I also sort of immediately realized uh, when this thing happened that that's how it was all meant to to go down. My expectation was causing me pain because, of course, Prior to me coming out here, my idea was that things needed to happen in this fashion. And then once that didn't happen, I I immediately sort of realized why that was the case. But, you know, my expectation was still sort of shattered. So I was upset. And yet I somehow knew that this thing was just really for the best. Uh, The reason why that was the case is that this job opportunity, even though it was, you know, really good uh, for me, it wasn't ultimately what I what I am really meant to do, which is to pursue more, uh, sort of, um, personal opportunities for my career, you know, my own art, my own mm-hmm. writing or whatnot, you know, uh, collaborating with you, actually being a part of positive head is much more in line with what
0: your higher calling. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And if it hadn't been for that position, you would have never made, cause you were, you know, in what Nashville, Tennessee, right? So to make the journey all the way out here i mean that's what got you here it lasted a very short time and then of course we reconnected and uh now here you are playing such a key role you know helping now you know helping with the all the art on the site and danny does uh, a lot of the graphic arts and so forth so uh, and of course, podcast and, and podcast editing, you know, you write blogs. So you're such a key component and that would have never happened. You know, meanwhile, you had expectations coming out that this is going to be, this job is going to be this great, wonderful thing. And that's really why it's happening. And and it's, you know, and then of course you experience pain and suffering because when it didn't pan out, you're like, oh my gosh, this vision, my expectation was not met. And meanwhile, it's not, you know, right. it's kind of like the Dallas farmer. You never really know why something is is happening. So, oh, absolutely. you know, if you can just relax into it and and lose resistance, it uh, it, I think it also, allows you to get to what you're supposed to get from an experience quicker, move through trials and tribulations quicker and get to the good stuff. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's so funny because with the context that you set up for the story, it's just so clear. And it's even clear to me now that the only source of my pain regarding this experience was my own expectation, my thoughts, my feeling. I also recognize how this thing just sort of served its purpose in my life beautifully, like very, just sort of cleanly and clearly and, you know, in every way possible that I can even think of now, it just sort of served its purpose. It right. just did what it was meant to do for the time and it
0: got me here and it's just all worked out. Right, right. And, uh, you know, one other thing that was interesting that you had mentioned to me just a little bit ago was, uh, of course, we always on the interview podcast, um, I always want to feature a story of synchronicity. And the thing that sometimes uh, people have brought up to me um, is, uh, well, is it always some deep meaning? You know, is it always what is it? Sometimes it just appears to be a synchronicity that is, you know, doesn't necessarily have some deep, profound meaning. Uh, It's what I would call more like psychic in nature, kind of, you know, everything's connected. So whatever's going to happen in the future is somehow connected to your now and you can actually be influenced you know, just like you're always, you're influenced from your past. You can even be impl- influenced by your future. And if you, as you get more sensitive, uh, you can kind of pick up on things that are forthcoming, you know, and I, I think this leads to what people call as psychic events. And in your case, you had a bit of a, uh, a cool synchronicity story last night that, uh, you want to share?
1: Sure. Um, it was, uh pretty unexpected. I had the, uh, uh, sort of random tune, La Marseillaise, the uh, uh, French national anthem uh, pop in my head yesterday evening. Uh, just sort of like, oh, OK, why is this song coming up in my head now? Oh, well, who cares? Whatever. I just sort of kicked it around there for a minute, then let it go. And then much later last night, I decided to watch this flick Tomorrowland with George Clooney. Just came out within the last few months, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's an entertaining flick, not not that great really, but you know, it's got some great ideas in it. Yeah, among them, time travel, probabilities, self fulfilling prophecies, etc. Oh wow! So yeah, so all of that was very interesting. And then, of course, I'm like about halfway through the movie, and in this one particular scene what should come on but this tune, Lamar Say Yes. I'm like, what are the odds that this mm-hmm. random, you know, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of all that, I mean, you know, of course that may sound very silly and contrived to someone else, but that's, a, a synchronicity is something that just has personal relevance, right? And right. that seems unlikely, very unlikely. So I think this fits the definition, but in the context of what the movie was talking about, that's what I, what really fascinated me is that the movie was already talking about creating the future out of infinite probabilities out of being a dreamer out of being a visionary and being a positive person i mean the movie of course makes the point a little ham fisted in in a little bit of a contrived way but the message is just sound the the movie is just all about being a positive creative constructive person yeah i mean you know that was an undeniable message
0: right right and so yeah great example it's like there wasn't uh, you know, necessarily this incredible synchronicity that led to some profound realization on your end or meeting some person that changed your life or, you know, which, of course, those sorts of synchronicities happen. This is just one that's like, OK, you you know, hours before you watch a movie where this is a featured uh, song, you, it's popped in your head and you're kind of humming it. And it reminds me of I have a friend that I haven't talked to uh, named Mike, and I, I used to work with him years and years ago, and uh, I hadn't talked to him in. A long time um and i guess he had come across the podcast or something and you know of course um thinking about synchronicity a little bit because of it and the fact that he you know should possibly reach out had been years since we talked you know just reconnect again and uh so he a song pops in his head and he's like he said to himself, he contacts me to tell me this. He goes, OK, if, if I should contact, if I turn on, I don't know why the songs in my head, I don't even like it uh, <laughs> that much, but some old 70s song, whatever. So I'm going to turn on the radio if it's on right now. I'm going to I know that's my sign to reach out and reconnect with Brandon. And he said, he, I couldn't believe it. I flipped on the radio and that exact song was playing so um that's a cool one you know in that case it's leading you to like reconnecting with someone we got talking about you know different things and And it just led to a a reconnection. So, you know, there's an example of uh, a recent synchronicity story in my own life where, you know, really cool when people reach out. So uh, speaking of, you know, we'd love to hear any stories that you guys have on synchronicity. Perhaps we'll share them on the show uh, if it's one that uh, really tickles tickles our fancy. And, uh, you know, of course, any questions that you would ever like to hear what our take is on synchronicity. You know just whatever whatever you're thinking whatever you know uh listening to these podcasts has maybe led you to something that's a challenging question or you know you're just looking for a confirmation or you're just curious what the heck we might think about it um
1: oh yeah let us take a crack at interpreting and answering your spiritual question
0: yeah or i mean it doesn't even have to be whatever it is i i just you know i want to interact so uh please you know you can actually contact through the site on the podcast page there's uh a Um, we have a widget now that makes it really easy to record through your microphone, or of course you can, you know, contact with an email through the site as well. And, uh, please send in your questions. Um, also one of the things, of course, with the podcast, we are, uh, experimenting with doing these daily podcasts here. Uh, we'll see how it goes. And if we continue to do it, uh, please give us your feedback, what you think about that. Uh, also if you are willing to share and tell, you know, obviously with the podcast, our, 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 whole mission is to grow and to spread as much positivity as possible. I mean, if you go onto our website, spread the positivity is the first thing that you see. So we would certainly appreciate any of you guys out there sharing on social media, you know, just letting your friends, family, whoever know about the positive head podcast that you think might appreciate it. And if you are willing to go and, and share uh, on social media or, you know, however, however you see fit, um, you know, out in the digital world, Please, um, maybe you have a website or something like that. Let us know. We'd love to uh, show our gratitude for you uh, sharing to your network. Uh, and uh, yeah, if you just drop us a line and say, hey, check out my Facebook. I, I shared, you know, uh, a link to Positive Head, the Positive Head podcast. We're happy to send you one of our Positive Head bracelets as a free thank you gift. We They retail on the site for about $19. $19. And uh, essentially what they are, for those of you who haven't ever seen them, uh, they're inspired by Cognitive conditioning studies where people uh, you may have heard of it where people will snap a rubber band on their wrist if they're having a negative thought or, you know, experiencing negative behavior or something like that. And it's something that, uh, you know, it's been out there for quite some time. A lot of people have heard of it. Well. The whole concept behind the positive head bracelet was inspired by that uh, with most people. I mean, some people really resonate with snapping for me personally, you know, and, and most everyone. It just serves as a great visual reminder, you know, uh, as it says on the site, what, you know, what what you think you become. Uh, it's a Buddha quote. So uh, it's just a great, simple visual reminder. And our goal is to get those out there, you know, not necessarily to to make money more importantly is the the concept of spreading them and you know my my dream is if we can get a million out to the world one way or another someday and making that small bit of positive difference in a million lives what a f- fascinating thing and, and those that have had the bracelet so far just you know we've had so much positive feedback um, we get you know, email sometimes, oh my gosh, you know, mine broke after eight, six months or eight months can I got to get another one. I loved it. You know, so it's cool. So uh, one of the things I decided to do with uh, this new daily uh, podcast is to offer you guys, Hey, I'll give you one for free. You just let us know that you shared it on social media. You're telling people about, you know, you're helping us to spread the positivity. And uh, yeah, that's our way of showing a little bit of, of thanks and gratitude. Very cool. Very cool.
1: You know, uh, the positive head bracelet is, uh, of course, that great tool that you described it as being. uh, For me, it's definitely more of a fashion accessory. Uh, I just really love the medallion, the logo. Of course, I think it's really cool. There's a, of course, a little bit of uh, an explanation on the site as to what that all means. The flower of life design, the whole design is made out of recycled
0: materials as well. Of course, so exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is. uh, It's it's stylish too. It's simple. Yeah, but. What I was going to tell you real quick, though, is uh, it's a really
1: cool thing that you're doing there because, of course, the bracelet has the potential to really help a lot of people or or to just be like a, you know, fun accessory. But um, if they, through the bracelet, find their way to the side, find their way to the podcast, find their way to our blog, and that gets them, you know, considering new perspectives that they'd never thought about before, if that mm-hmm. gets them talking to like-minded people like ourselves or other people that find their way to our site. That's, you know, sort of a community building thing that, of course, you know, we are part of a larger community, all of us anyway, right? And Positive Head is as well. So it would be awesome to not only get those million bracelets bracelets out there, but to just get people connected. That's really sort of the most beautiful thing that I can see coming out of it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Mr. Dalian, thank you for joining me on this uh, second. Uh, daily rant of ours, and uh, I hope you guys out there enjoying it. And till next time, remember, as long as you ain't dead, you're already positive ahead. Be well, everyone.